Welcome to Check the Tape. Uh, today's podcast, we will not be talking about football. Seems weird because it's Super Bowl week. We probably should be talking about football. But my plan is to uh, write a column and kind of talk about the Super Bowl and give all my thoughts there. Today's agenda, we'll be talking about basketball. Wanted to do this podcast over the weekend. Uh, there were some technical difficulties, some some stuff that went down, let's say. Um, but we're But I'm here now. And we're going to talk basketball. And, you know, the good news is by delaying it, more news has occurred. And Anthony Davis has demanded a trade. And we're going to get into that. We're going to get into the all-star reserves. And when I say we, I mean me and somebody else. Because I am not on this call by myself. And I'm not with Brian, who comes on every uh, Monday or Tuesday or whenever he comes on. I don't know. But I'm joined by uh, Justin Moskal, my uh, my buddy from high school, uh, we're going to be talking NBA, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, I just went on a minute without letting you speak. So how about you uh, introduce yourself <laughs> to the uh, seven people who are listening? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Uh, happy to be here. Happy to talk some basketball. Let's get the show on the road. Do you want Do you want to do your like one minute about the Knicks? I'll allow you to do now, or do you want to save that like for some point in the middle? Probably the middle. I just answered the question yeah, yeah, for yeah. you. We'll do it the uh, middle. We'll, they'll come up eventually. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. All right. So let's start off with Anthony Davis because. I think that's the uh, biggest story. That's what's going on right now. Everybody's talking about it. You turn on SportsCenter right now, you'll see Woj on the phone talking to multiple people, whether it's Rachel Nichols, Van Pelt, doesn't matter. Woj is all over this. Um, Anthony Davis, it came out Monday morning, and we're recording this on Tuesday evening, uh, 7.20 East Coast time. The news came out Monday morning, yesterday morning, that Anthony Davis does not wish to be with the New Orleans Pelicans anymore. He or he won't sign the extension when he's eligible for it this summer and essentially demand the trade request, which he's been uh, fined $50,000. Well, Rich Paul was the one who actually said it. And if your agent says it, you get fined. So he's been fined like $50,000. I saw a tweet comparing that fine to like the Uber cancellation fee you have to pay. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he's given somewhere around $300,000 a game or something. It's something crazy up, like that. He's giving up, uh, he's giving up $80 million by not signing the extension with the Pelicans. I'm sure 50 k yeah. isn't anything to him. So anyway. Slap on the wrist. But that's not the point. The point is he, uh, he wants out of New Orleans. Now, I don't know about you, but this doesn't come as a shock at all. I mean, if, you, if you've been following the NBA, there's no way you would be shocked by this. No. And, and especially because, I mean, he's down there. He does his thing every night, and they just don't win. I mean, last year, of course, they, they did their thing in the playoffs, but eventually when you just don't win over and over, you want to go somewhere. And he even said, like, I don't, it doesn't matter about the money anymore. Like I just want to win. And eventually in your career, you just want to win. Yeah. So let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Uh, you kind of did. So in the last year, I feel like he had a much better year than this year. This year, I kind of feel, I don't know. He's not dominating like he was last year. I believe he finished second in the MVP voting last year behind James Harden. Might've been third. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if LeBron, LeBron finished in the top three too. I believe I can't remember the exact pecking order. You know, the writing's kind of been the, on the wall regarding this ever since he hired Rich Paul as his agent. Now everybody knows Rich Paul's LeBron's agent. They are friends. They, I don't know, does to, I don't know whether I should say LeBron's an owner of Clutch Sports or the agency. I mean, I think you can basically say that. Nobody really knows. And nobody knows how to actually title it or word it. But the point is LeBron and Clutch, Rich Paul, all connected and LeBron's with the Lakers, and the Lakers are in pursuit of Anthony Davis now that he's declared this trade. 
What do you think? Do you think that's where he's going to go? Because it seems like when you hire Rich Paul, when you demand a trade 10 days before the deadline, when the only other team who can really make an offer, the Celtics, can't get involved, it makes me think the writing's on the wall there. Are are the Lakers just going to give like offer everyone for him? Because in my opinion, the Pelicans should wait. Like, I understand he wants to get out now, but everyone, about three other teams can offer him a better deal than, or offer the Pelicans a better deal than the Lakers. The Lakers are just going to offer him a couple of draft picks that may or may not work out. Well, the draft picks don't matter because if you're, no, this is a team with Anthony. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Former top two picks, lottery picks. Yeah, but if because if you're adding Davis and LeBron, like your draft picks aren't going to be worth much anymore. So the thing is, yeah, they have Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, Hart. They have all these guys they can throw in a package. Yeah, I do think they should kind of uh, give whatever it takes to get Davis because, you know, LeBron's 34 years old. He doesn't have that many. I mean, he might have a lot of prime years left. Who knows? But even if he does or doesn't, you want to maximize uh, LeBron. And, you know, he just had a big injury. This was probably like the biggest injury of his career. He's missed the most games off of it. You don't know when this could end with LeBron. So mm-hmm. you got to maximize him every year you have him. And you're not really maximizing him with guys like Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. And you know LeBron, and he's not even in Magic's ear. I mean, I'm sure they're just sitting down every day talking about it. But LeBron is telling him that. He's like, you know we have to win now and like next year, you know, soon. Because I'm not going to be top LeBron for, you know, ever. Yeah. And you hear the stories about how, you know, or the rumblings that LeBron doesn't like Luke Walton as the head coach. Maybe they want to make a change. Um, I don't the understand thing, that by the way. I just don't think, I LeBron, don't understand why he doesn't like him. I just don't think LeBron gets along well with coaches. I guess that's true. He, he, he's a big power hungry guy. I, I heard Ty Lue is going to come in and coach them again, which would, I just don't understand. The, well, let, let's stay with Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the trade you would have to make would have to include Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, some package of that. I say do it because, you know, you didn't do you didn't give up a package for Paul George, right? Mm-hmm. And he um he obviously got traded to Oklahoma City, re-signed there. Kawhi Leonard, who you can still technically sign this next summer, even if you do trade for Davis, you can still try and sign Kawhi Leonard, but there's no telling if he's going to stay in Toronto or not. And, you know, I don't know how aggressive they were in their pursuit of him, but it also kind of seemed like the Spurs just didn't want to trade Kawhi to the Lakers, given the Spurs-Lakers rivalry that happened uh, the last, I don't know, decade. Made that seem un- like an unrealistic uh, situation. But with Davis, this is probably the best guy you're going to get on the trade market, like the best guy who you could pair with LeBron. You go all out for him and don't say, oh, well, if he wants to come here, he'll come here anyways. Yeah, but that won't happen till the 2021 season as a free agent, you know? You don't have that much Which time to wait. It's just so many mileage. It's just so many miles with LeBron. Like, he'll be, at he'll some be 36. Point. He'll be 36. Exactly. No way, man. You so have you to go, go for, for it now. now. You got to go for it now. You got to cross your fingers and also hope that you can sign another free agent uh, this summer. I saw Woj on, uh, it was on some video. I think he was talking to Van Pelt, maybe. Um, and he was saying that the Lakers ideal scenario is to trade for Davis. And then this summer, um, sign Clay Thompson. And not only does that make them better, 
but it makes the Warriors worse. Now, there's a lot of stuff with the Warriors, a lot of moving parts there. I mean, is Durant even going to stay with the Warriors? Who knows? I don't want to get into that because that, we could talk another 15 minutes about that. But if Clay like doesn't get a, uh, if Clay doesn't get a max deal, maybe he'll look to leave. We know that his dad played for the Lakers, so that there's a connection there. The other possibility is, oh, and this pains me to say it. Do you know what I'm about to say? I think so, but just say it. If the Lakers get Davis in these next nine days, and then they make a trade for Kyrie Irving, or, or then they sign Kyrie Irving in the offseason, and we know the whole story about how Kyrie called LeBron, apologized mm-hmm. for being the young 20-something who thought he was all that when LeBron was the leader of the Cavs. Um, personally, I can't see that happening because I don't think Kyrie would just want to go to the Lakers and be a third wheel. What from that guy shows you he wants to be a third wheel, you know? I mean, he left Cleveland for that reason. Yeah, and, I, his, I, and I understand he called, you know, called LeBron, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He's, you know, realized how hard it is or whatever. But that doesn't mean he doesn't want to keep doing it. Right. That just, it, mean, <laughs> that just means he called him and was like, hey, like, I know I was a dick. And yeah. I probably and he's shouldn't appreciative. have done that, blah, blah, He's blah. appreciative exactly. of the leader LeBron was. That's not exactly. saying— Just because he comes out and say, or that happens doesn't mean— you know, oh, I'm out. Yeah, but that's my worst case scenario. I don't know if I watch basketball anymore if that happens. Because, you <laughs> know, the, the West only... just runs everything. Well, no, but just the Celtics would, that would be awful for the Celtics. You know, Kyrie, we would lose Kyrie, and then the trade for Davis just wouldn't happen. And that's the other part. You know, the only other team that can really build a package for Anthony Davis is the Celtics. You know, the Lakers have their package with their young guys, Lonzo Ball, Kuzma, Ingram, we talked about. The Celtics have potentially four first round draft picks in this year's draft. It's probably going to be three though. Uh, I don't think that Grizzlies pick is going to convert this year, but um, we'll have three, potentially four. We can throw Jason Tatum in a trade, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart makes 12 million a year. So he gives um, flexibility in terms of like being able to make a package with having the money add up. Because when Kawhi was uh, on the trade block last year, the Celtics really couldn't make a trade for him because all the players on the Celtics even made a, either made a little amount of money, like Brown, Tatum, Rozier, or they made a lot, like Kyrie, Hayward, Horford. So it was hard to like make a trade where the money would match yeah, up because that's what you have to do. Um, but now with Marcus Smart making $12 million a year, and it's funny because I think it was right after... I don't even remember what happened exactly, but like they something happened. I think it was after Kawhi got traded to the Raptors. That's when they signed Marcus Smart to that uh, contract, and I think that's when it became apparent the target for the Celtics was Davis. That's the guy they wanted to get. They've wanted to get, but this stupid freaking Rose rule that makes yeah. it um, so that Stop. you can't. So the way this works is when you're a rookie. You can sign an extension when you have one year left. And if you meet certain, and it's a max extension, if you sign certain criteria, and if you meet certain criteria, your contract becomes higher in value. And Davis signed that contract when he had one year left on his rookie deal, and Kyrie did as well. And you're only allowed to trade for one player on that type of deal. And the Celtics have obviously traded for Kyrie already, and the Pelicans, uh, so they can't make a trade with the Pelicans for Davis, which is so annoying because. The whole point of this is to try and stop teams from acquiring all these uh, stars and assemble a super team. But if the Lakers can just trade for Davis and sign Kyrie as a free agent, what the hell are we doing here? Were we really stopping super teams? Nope, not at all. And, so, yeah. and whenever they do this stuff, people find ways around it. Like it's yeah. always gonna, it's always gonna be that way. So, and then 
the last team you didn't mention is the Knicks, which I saw today that they might oh. offer. You know, All right, there's your Knicks. You got a minute. Yeah. Porzingis and I guess they would all ha- have to give up the first pick. I mean, I wouldn't do that pick. if I was the Knicks. I wouldn't either. Why? Why would you? That's not automatic winning team when you trade Porzingis and a pick for just. Not to mention, you could just lose Davis, Davis. in a year and a half. Yeah, it, when you can j- go get Zion and have you know maybe the league's next superstar. Yeah, you could have nine years of Zion locked yeah. in. Um, so there's my Knicks. There's my Knicks talk. Yeah, so I don't. That's why I don't think the Knicks is a possibility. Because number one, New Orleans doesn't even know what the uh, what the pick is, um, mm-hmm. like where where it is yet. And Porzingis's injury that's a big concern. And whether Porzingis would actually want to stay long term in New Orleans, which I don't know if he would or not. So it, it, the only real options to me are the Lakers and the Celtics. And you know, from the New Orleans side of it, it's like, what are they going to do? Because people are saying, oh, maybe they should just wait it out and see if when Boston gets involved. And that's what I think they should do. But if you're doing that, you can't play Anthony Davis anymore. Because number one, you don't want to risk an injury, right? And he's, you know, would you call him injury prone? I mean, I I wouldn't call him injury prone. I would just say he's had injuries. Okay, that's fair. So you can't you can't play him. Uh, And then number two, for that reason, because he could get hurt. And then the second reason being, you know, he's a good player. He helps you win. And if he's going to be gone... You don't want to just win uh, random games. You want to bottom out and try and get a higher draft pick. So you just can't play him anymore. It makes no sense to play him. Um, I believe, and New Orleans is probably going to wait this out. I I think they should wait this out. I don't think they will, actually. Um, I think they should wait this out and wait for Boston to get involved. But what I think is going to happen is, and I think it was Do you maybe, think they should wait it out, or do you want them to wait it out? Let's oh, get, I want them the to real, wait it out. Let's get the real answer here. I want them to wait up, but I, pro- I don't think they will because, you know, you look at the timing of this 10 days before the trade deadline. There's obviously an agenda here. Now, they didn't come out and say that they wanted him to go to the Lakers, but I think in the next couple of days, they'll probably get that out more. I think Windhorse said something like that. I don't remember if it was him exactly, but I remember seeing like the La- the the Lakers will be the team that they'll mention. Rich Paul and them will mention is like their preferred destination. And then... If you're Boston, um, are you really going to give up Tatum and all these other things for uh, all these other assets for a guy who could just leave in a year? I don't know. Um, so if you were if you were the GM of the Pelicans right now, would you take the Lakers offer or would you wait? Well, I don't know what the offer is, but if it's like Let's Lonzo. Let's say the offer is Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram in, the pit, in a pick. Um, well, they would have to throw in like Caldwell Pope to make the contracts worth, yeah, I think. But just a, um, a throw in piece, but yeah, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I would be like really tempted, and I'm not just saying this as a Celtics fan, it'd be really hard for me to like make that trade until without knowing what I could get from Boston. Yeah, I agree. Now, if Davis comes out and says, like, I only want to go to the Lakers, then maybe it's a different story because. Celtics might not give you as much when they can get into the when they can throw their hat in the ring. It's it's kind of stupid though this rule. Not because like I'm saying, oh, I'm a Celtics fan. I want Anthony Davis. It's just let's 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 get let's get let's. Oh my god, oh my god, that was bad. Should I edit that out or just leave that in there? Just leave it. Um, let's just keep it going. And okay. get comic relief. So, what was I even saying? <laughs> oh, now I remember what I was going to say. 
Um, it's so stupid go. that this Rose Rule exists because let's just get this all over with. Like, let's figure out where Davis is going. I don't want to wait till the summer to figure it out, you know? I don't I, – I mean, I guess – yeah. I mean, the rule isn't in, – is it only in place to keep the super teams out? Like, that's, that's the kind one of the, reason? That's the reasoning, yeah, yeah. It's not doing a very good job. Not really. So – um, I don't know anything else with Davis that we should just touch up on. I also uh, think New Orleans should trade Drew Holiday if they trade Davis. What's the point of having him? He would actually make and a lot of sense. Really. And he makes you know a good bit of money, but he's a, he's a pretty good player in my opinion. I mean, yeah, he's Drew- twenty one points a game. Eight assists, I think. He's yeah, he's got. Good, he's a really good. De- he's a really good defender. Um, he uh, the thing with him is. It's funny because he was like kind of underachieving and always getting injured before he signed this mega contract, and he's been actually like living up to it since he yeah. got it. Good and I mean, for, playing, uh, playing with Hoffman. Anthony Davis helps, but yeah, I, I so okay. Bottom line, what team does Anthony Davis play for? Whenever the when's the trade deadline? Like five o'clock, whatever it is, three o'clock on February seventh, end of the day. What team is Anthony Davis on? The New Orleans Pelicans. Okay. I think he's going to be a Laker because is that you? Is that you, Gucci cursing the Lakers? No, that's me just uh, just um, getting ready to cry, uh, <laughs> getting ready to sob because I don't know I, the timing of it. I think it's just going to get out and that Magic he wants to be go, just, that he say, wants to go to the what? Lakers and that New Orleans is just going to be like, let's forget it, let's not deal with this for two more months and then have to do it all in the summer. Let's just get this over with i mean if you're in new orleans like this is your second franchise star you've lost this decade yeah it's it's tough and it's you're not, awful it's obviously not and it's not the fans fault i mean what fans I, exactly but <laughs> like there's nothing they could no one really cares about basketball down there it's no, no, there's no. nothing they can really do about it. Did you it. know? So the the I didn't know this until well, I remember. I think I knew this and I forgot it. But so the GM for the Pelicans is Del Demps, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, he's the same guy who was in charge during the Chris Paul trade, and he made the yeah. trade to the Lakers that David Stern came in and stopped. And you know he they really lucked out by winning that lottery and getting Anthony Davis when I think Charlotte was the team that had the best odds. So I saw a couple like weird stats. Since New Orleans has had Anthony Davis, Charlotte has actually had a better record than them. Wow! Like during that span. And then the other thing is, this isn't really a stat, but do you? So Dell Dumps, he's the GM for the New Orleans Pelicans. Do you know who he reports up to? Because normally GMs report up to the owner, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know who he reports up to? The NBA. Mickey Loomis, the GM for the New Orleans Saints. Really? Yeah, because the Saints and the Pelicans are both owned by the Benson family. Uh, Tom Benson, I believe that was his name. He uh, passed away recently, and his wife is now like the the main owner, or the mm-hmm. I think the sole owner, whatever the word is. And I think she has uh, Mickey, and they both own the and she owns the Saints as well. And I think they trust Mickey Loomis and think he does a good job with running professional sports teams. And maybe he's not a basketball mind, but he knows how to run. Sports teams. I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, like I, I wanted to explain it and then just say that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What does this guy know about basketball? It's completely different yeah. CBAs, completely different sports. Great. Go complain just, about pa- go complain about pass interference, no calls somewhere when your team gets the ball in overtime, though. 
Yeah, and then, I mean, what did he really give a lot of insight on whether they should give Drew Holiday a hundred Sixty million dollars, whatever yeah, it was. Let's get let's get Mickey Loomis's scouting report on uh, Mo Wagner for the Lakers. Yeah. unbelievable. Um, that franchise okay. will stay bad forever. I mean, that franchise probably won't be in New Orleans anymore. Probably not. Probably relocate to Seattle or Vegas. Seattle. Or but I don't see that team being there. If you had to ask me, like, is, does New Orleans have a team in ten years? I'll say no. Oh yeah. They probably shouldn't have one. No. I mean, they don't. They don't care. It's a Saints town. They that's that's all that matters to them. Exactly. Okay. So bottom line, I'd say Anthony Davis will be on the Lakers in what ten days, nine days at this point. By the time people listen to this, probably eight days. And you'll say he's still going to be on the Pelicans because they're going to wait it out and see what the Celtics can offer and see who gets the number one overall pick and maybe uh, makes a trade that way. I mean, maybe the Knicks, like if they get that number one pick and they get a wink-wink deal from Durant that he wants to come, and then you get Durant and Davis. I mean, there you go. And you, yeah, exactly. I don't. I even if you get Durant and Davis, I, I know this might sound dumb, but I mean, do you just throw away the one? You, they get the first pick, they just throw away Zion. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to throw away Zion just because he's so good, so young. You get him for like nine years at least. Exactly. You know. All right. So Zion in New York, bring it. Let's move on to the All Star game, and we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about the reserves and who we think should be on it. So just real quick, we'll start with the East. Real quick, the starters were Kyrie, Kemba, Kawhi, Giannis, and Embiid. Giannis is the captain, um, so he'll get to pick teams. Yeah, out of those five, I have no problems with any of them. The only one you could debate is whether Kemba deserved that second guard spot. He's been good all year. His numbers have dipped a little bit. That team isn't winning, but it's not like there's a clear-cut better guard to replace him with. Uh, so I'm fine with that. It's 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 fine. Uh, so let me get to the reserves real quick. So these are my guys, and I'm just going to go through them real quick. I have no idea who you think should be on it. I'm just going to go through these guys real quick and tell me if you think they deserve it or not, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so... My locks are Blake Griffin, Bradley Beal, Ben Simmons, and Nikola Vucevic. Yep, those are my locks. All, right, you got those All guys four too. of them. So then the yep. next three, and then Victor Oladipo was a lock, but obviously with the injury. Yeah. Correct. So like real briefly, I'll talk about each. Beal, you know, the Wizards suck, but he's putting up like 23 a game. The East is so bad. Like, I, I really doubt over half of these guys. I have this it. on my notes right under the reserves. I have about six or seven players on the East, and then it just says the East really sucks under it. It really does. And I don't even know if any of these guys would make it in the West besides the four of the five starters, Kyrie, Kawhi, Giannis, and Bede. Um, the three reserves, the three you know, back-end reserves, would not even get votes in the West. Yeah. So, okay, so mine were Lowry. You know, the Raptors have been so good. His scoring numbers are pretty down, but he's – I think he's like top two in assists. Yeah, he is. The second best player in the Raptors. Some people want to say Siakam. Come on. Kyle Lowry is more important to that team than Pascal Siakam. Even though Siakam has been good. I have Uh, Siakam on my reserves. Oh, you do? Okay. I do. uh, So I I, I had Lowry. I had Middleton because, you know, it was either him or Bledsoe, and I just think he's more versatile than Bledsoe. His uh, his field goal percentage was better. He's more efficient. So I went with him as my second buck because those two teams have been the top two teams in the conference all year, the Raptors and the Bucks. And then my last guy, this was where um, Victor Oladipo was going to go. 
I just replaced him with D'Angelo Russell, another guard. The Nets have been surging. Don't feel good about it. I don't really actually think D'Angelo Russell's all that impressive. Like the Nets are right around 500, maybe a game or two up, uh, above 500. So I just picked Russell because they've been hot the last, I don't know, couple of weeks. I don't feel great about it. So what? what we what have relatively yeah. the same. Uh, we have relatively the same. I got obviously Blake, uh, Vucevic, Simmons, and Beal. And then I like D'Angelo Russell, uh, Siakam. I'm a big Zach Levine guy. I know Stop. the Bulls are horrible. I know the Bulls are horrible. Oh, my he God. Just, can't do that. He's not He's not in my reserves. I just wanted to give him a little shout-out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he's not in my reserves. I just wanted to give him a little shout-out. 22 points a game, solid player. Yeah. Um, good stats, bad team. but Exactly. That's exactly. what he is. And uh, so, yeah, my only difference between yours and mine was I like Siakam because how good the Raptors are. And Wait, so you had Chris Middleton on it? Yes, I did. I had oh. Chris Middleton and I had Kyle Lowry. Wait, then you have... Then... Oh, not Kyle Lowry. Sorry. Uh, Siakam, Russell, so chose, and Middleton. So you chose Siakam over Lowry? I did. Oh, okay. I mean, I think Siakam's uh, good, but like, I just can't. He's just not there yet for me. I know. I just think he makes that much of a difference. And I know Lowry does too, running the point, everything. I don't know. I just, in my opinion, he Can does more Can I say something about them. Kyle Lowry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, there's a 0%, there's a 0.0000001% chance you're listening to this. <laughs> but if you are. But if you are, for some reason, you never know. Um, and he hasn't done this in a while in defense of Kyle Lowry. I'm just so sick of him giving interviews talking about DeMar DeRozan and how he was betrayed and everything. Oh, I know. They, it's, both of them. It's so DeRozan annoying. DeRozan does like, it too. Like, I get it. He was your friend and everything, but you know they replaced him with a much better player? Oh, so much better. Like a much clearly, better clearly player. Clearly better. Yeah. And you guys weren't winning anything in the postseason. So if you were happy just going to the postseason, losing to LeBron every year, and I know LeBron's not there anymore uh, in the East – but if that's what you were content with, great. But Kyle Lowry, I'm so sick of hearing about him talk about the Rosen being betrayed. It, it, it happens, all right? Isaiah yeah. Thomas was quote-unquote betrayed by the Celtics. Uh, Blake Griffin was quote-unquote betrayed by the Clippers. It's it's just part of it, you know? And the thing, of, I've going back to LeBron not being in the East, because I don't know why I caught that, but the one thing that is nice about that is the East really is wide open, and it'll be fun to watch this year at least. Yeah, so Lowry, I just felt as if his assist numbers, and even though the scoring numbers were low, I just kind of felt like he's deferred to Kawhi a little bit on offense, and that's why his scoring numbers are low, and he's just kind of been the, you know, just the point guard getting everyone involved, and I didn't feel like Siakam was there yet as a player. Which, and also, you know, feeding Kyle Lowry, I mean, uh, Kawhi Leonard is not a bad move, so. Yeah. Um, okay, and then the only other guy that uh, I guess we can kind of talk about that you leave off the East uh, reserves that maybe we should just give a little bit to discuss is Jimmy Butler. So for me, uh, you know, he wasn't even in the East for like, I don't know, 10-plus games, right? Yeah. That hurts him, A, because he was on the Timberwolves to start the year. Number two, the guy like destroyed, uh, like burned bridges on his way out of Minnesota Hasn't really gotten along with his Philly teammates all that well, I would say. Like, he's already, or at least he's feuding with the coach. 
Embiid and him, Embiid said something about him. I don't remember the exact quote. Basically saying like, I don't know. They, he didn't like his how the offense was working with Butler, something like that. And he shouldn't have said it to the media, but whatever. Basically, problems follow Butler at this point. Yeah, for some and, and just all of that, all the baggage he has, all of the negative stuff. I just, I couldn't put him on the uh, the All Star roster. Maybe next year, Jim. No, I, I agree. If you're um, still in Philly in the East. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the East. Right, well, that was the that was the shitty East. Yeah. Oh, one more thing about Siakam. You think the Ra- and we were talking about Anthony Davis. I'll combine these two points. Should the Raptors make a package focusing around Siakam and a couple other guys and try and get Davis and just go all in? Lowry, Kawhi, Davis. That's our core. I was gonna ask before we got off the Davis topic if there was like an outside team you could see. Which, yeah, I mean, that, that's, I mean, no, that would sense. be the team. That would be the team. It makes sense. Um, I was th- another team I would kind of think of would be Dallas, but I don't. Know, they don't have the assets outside of Doncic. No. Yeah. yeah. No, you're not going to give up Doncic. No. Oh. Uh, that would be. Of, that would be something. Yeah, the whole point of getting Davis would be to pair him with Doncic. But anyways, exactly. Um, let's move to the West, and uh, the starters for the West were Curry, Harden, LeBron, Durant, Paul George. Uh, LeBron's the captain, so him and Giannis are going to pick teams. Um, one thing I want to say real quick about LeBron being the captain, it's going to be real interesting who he picks. I promise, can I, you want me to guess his team real quick for you? Sure. His teammates will be Durant, Kawhi, Kyrie, and I don't really care who the last one is, but he's basically going to pick guys who are going to be free agents this summer. I promise you. He loves, he knows now. He plays into that whole the whole media thing now. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet on that that that's what he's going to do. The Athletic will come out with a couple articles about uh, where he's going to go because of the guys he picked on his All Star team. Yeah, it'll be such a stupid thing. Everyone will blow it up, but he will do it. I promise you, he's going to pick Durant with the first pick. Oh, I agree. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what he did last year. Obviously, we didn't know what the draft was last year. This year, we will know. I, I'm I'm fairly confident he's gonna pick Durant, and then he'll probably pick Kawhi, and then uh, Kyrie. I know he won't pick. And if her. you ask him, you know, oh, why'd you pick Durant? Why'd you pick Durant first? He can just be like, oh, he's clearly like the best player on the board. Blah blah blah. He'll play his whole LeBron card. And- yeah, but for the starters themselves, you know, there was a case that LeBron shouldn't have been on the All Star starters because he's been out for too long. He's played like the same amount of games as Kawhi and Steph Curry. It's just his has been more recent. Kawhi's has been like every other game, but it's like actually added up. But Kawhi hasn't missed like an extended back to back to back to back period. LeBron's played like the same amount of games as those guys. And I saw, I think it was Shaq. He was saying like, or I don't remember who it was. One of the TNT guys making some sort of argument about how the Lakers are losing. Yeah, because LeBron's not there. Yeah, exactly. It- LeBron has played, what, 34 games, and Kawhi and Steph have played 38. So, I mean, if you're going to use that argument, then it's just... If if we're debating whether LeBron James deserves to be an all-star starter based off four games, that's stupid. Harden and Curry, they're locks in the backcourt. Durant's a lock. And Paul George, I think, deserved that because Davis's team isn't winning, and Paul George's team is winning, and he's having such a good year. He is having a really good year. I mean, his numbers are obviously... You know he's having Davis such had- a good year, and he could still be third-team All-NBA on the forward spots because LeBron, Durant, Giannis, and Kawhi could all finish ahead of him. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy how much. Forward stack. Yeah. 
And then uh, Davis has better numbers, but it, you're right. Paul George, it, he just he just looks like he winning has to matter. He's determined. Point. Yeah, he just looks determined now. So my locks for the bench, and I only had three actual locks. There were other guys who I would like call semi locks. Only three locks. I only had three four. locks. My three locks were Lillard, Davis, yep. and Jokic. Okay. Who was your fourth lock? Um. Well, I guess he's not a lock. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. No. Three locks. So those I thought are... I had this in order. I just don't. All right. So these are my other guys. Westbrook. Obviously. Now it's not that obvious. His three-point shooting percentage is so bad. His scoring <laughs> numbers are down. Paul George has been the best player in the Thunder this season. Westbrook has realized that a little bit finally. Yeah, but, like, has he? Because he still does the thing where he, like, shoots his team out of games. Yeah, he did do that thing where uh, What's-His-Face laughed at him, and he laughed back at him and then bricked one off the backboard. That the was a tough percentage look. percentage just so bad. And he's still Russell Westbrook. He's still great. He, the triple-double, fantastic. Even though I don't care about the triple-double, he didn't deserve his MVP. He's still really good. Uh, I put him on, but he wasn't a lock. Towns is on it. He's averaging, like, 22 and 12. Yep, 22, 12, and 3. It's pretty solid. Pretty good. So you, you, you have Towns? I do. And he just, and this is obvious, um, he just looks better without Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So then my next two, these are a little weird, and I don't I, I don't think you'll have them. So I had Clay Thompson on it. Okay, no, I didn't have Clay Thompson. You know, his numbers have been down, but like when I watch him, you know, he's still such a good defender. He is obviously he's a great three-point shooter. Everybody knows that. I just don't feel like he's gotten worse than he has in the past. And I don't think like there's anybody who I'd say is just definitively better than him in the West outside of guys like who I've already named, like Lillard and Curry and Harden from guards. And the Warriors are so good. I feel like the Warriors deserve three all-stars. Um, so I put Clay there. And then my last one is actually a cop-out. It's a tie. Uh, it's pick a spur. Aldridge or DeRozan. They're so like literally so close. Both the mid range, both love the mid range game. Uh, just pick one of them. I don't care which one. Okay. See, I had DeRozan. Okay. And fine. my other one is uh, Luka Doncic. Oh, it's too soon. It's too soon need, for him. I think he just. I think he needs to be there. There's no one else. The only other guy I could think of would be Rudy Gobert or Devin Booker. And All right. Devin Booker's a no. His team's way too bad. And it, uh, so I was just about to say, his team is just so bad that I couldn't put Booker in. So some of the other names, let's go through real quick. Draymond, he's averaging six points a game, or at least he was last time I looked, so no way. The Kings guys, um, De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald, not there yet. Buddy Heald's having a nice year, but I mean... You know, Buddy Heald's numbers are essentially like the same as Clay Thompson's, but Clay Thompson's obviously a much better defender. Yeah, and wins. Yeah. Ho- Drew Holiday's another person. The Pelicans are under 500. They don't deserve two All Stars. Those guys on, and then there's the guys on the Clippers, whether it's Gallinari or Tobias Harris. The Clippers have just been kind of free falling recently. And Tobias Harris deserves a shout out, though. 21 points a game. I don't feel like those guys statistically, statistically, I don't feel like those guys are there. The only way you could get them in there is if their team was winning and it was like, oh, let's give the Clippers a guy. But now the team is kind of in free fall, so I can't uh, put one of them. And then with Gobert, you know, a lot of people think Gobert's a lock. He's averaging, I think, 13 rebounds a game. I 
around I don't know how many points exactly. I want to say around 14, 15, 15. 15. Yeah. yeah. And obviously the defense is as good as it's ever been. But my thing with Gobert is, you know, that Jazz team kind of came out the starting the year flat. And they didn't really like pick it up and start pushing towards the playoffs until Donovan Mitchell caught fire. If anything, I would say Donovan Mitchell deserves to be an all-star before Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I could see that, I guess. Um, he just means, and I know obviously Mitchell is the same thing as like I said earlier, Gobert just means so much defensively to that team. It's, that's why I think everyone thinks he's such a lock. I mean, 15, 13, and 2 is not But Mitchell's the, Mitchell's the better player. Mitchell's more important to that team, to that franchise. Correct. And I, I agree with that. Um, so, yeah, I could see Mitchell. Mine was Gobert and DeRozan, but you might have just convinced me on Mitchell. On Donovan Mitchell? Mm-hmm. I, don't th- I think he started out the year in such a slump, I couldn't put him in it. He's been hot, like, the last couple of weeks, and the Jazz have been yeah. winning. But, you know, Gobert was fine all year. But him That's being fine all year. Just been consistent. Yeah, but like that consistency like wasn't doing anything. It wasn't until Mitchell got it going that this team really uh, started making the playoff push. So that's why I can't go with Gobert. The advanced stats guys all love Rudy Gobert. Yeah, obviously. Like, there's like there's 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 like there's certain players I like to call the advanced stats guys players, and I'll tell you who they are off of these guys. Um, Jokic is one, right? I was just about to say, the advanced stats guys love Jokic, too, which, for good reason, Jokic is awesome. They love Jokic. They loved Giannis before he became mainstream. Giannis is like that band who uh, people like, and then once everybody else starts liking them, then they're out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of how I feel like listening to J. Cole was like. (laughs) That was a ricochet shot to all the J. Cole fans. No, I mean, it's just once people started, everyone started listening to him. I, I don't know. I don't know. So where was so yeah they love they love Jokic they love um, Nurkic too they love Nurkic they love Gobert they love and they it's do love the Doncic they do love it's Doncic all the big guys that rebound and like play team basketball and so defense, to your basically. to your point about Doncic I don't think he's there yet if the Mavs were winning more I would I would put I think Doncic deserved it but that's like the but main isn't, reason isn't this almost the same thing that you just did with Mitchell though like Don, like. Donkic is just a better player than some of these players. Like, I know he's not. I don't think he's a better player than Clay Thompson right now. I mean, no, not Thompson, but, you know, Rudy Gobert. You don't think he's yeah, but I, but I don't have, Yeah, but I don't have Gobert on the team. Who was your last one? It was Clay, and then it was pick a spur. LaMarcus Aldridge or DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, I guess. I, I uh, copped out. I copped out a little bit. Yeah, that was a big cop out, but I'll give it to you. We got about the we got the same ones. Mine's just Doncic instead of DeRozan. Okay. Oh no, Doncic instead of Clay. Instead of Clay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, like I'm, I'm these all stars, they don't seem like that strong. Honestly, like. No, it's so top heavy, which is the NBA, and which is you know, in general. So. Would you say seven of the ten best players are in the West? Mm, let's go through them. Well, Curry, Harden, LeBron, Durant, Paul, George, Davis, and Jokic. Are those the seven seven of the top ten with the other three being Embiid, Giannis, Giannis, and Kawhi? Kyrie. I'd I'd say it's a no doubt six out of the top ten. Yeah, who would be the one that who would be the one that's out? You know I'm a big Kyrie. No, 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 with the West guys. Oh, uh, Jokic. Just because he hasn't proven in the playoffs or anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and I could replace him with Kyrie. 
whenever. And he's not even averaging 20 points a game. No. What is it? Uh, is he? It's close. It's like 18. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's really good. Like, he's the rebounding's yeah. there. He's the best passing big man ever, honestly. Yeah, he's he's something. What is he, 19, 10, and 7? Yeah, something wild like that. That's crazy. All right, so we ran through Davis, ran through the East and West All-Stars. Trying to think if there's anything else we want to touch up on. You got any, you got anything else before we uh, before we sign off? Not that I know of. I mean, uh, Oladipo, your, uh... Oladipo injury was set. I'm a bit, you know, I'm a big Oladipo guy, so that sucked. Other than that, I mean, any shout outs, any players we missed? Uh, no. If we missed them, forget about them. Uh, Jamal do you wanna... Murray. Jamal Murray is good, but not yeah. all star good yet. Uh, you want to throw out your Twitter handle for people? Uh, yeah, sure. At Dubs five. D-D-U-B-S-5. Yeah, find me there. I tweet nonstop about just random bullshit. So. You, should, uh, you should say what that means. You're not a Warriors fan. Oh, yeah, That's... true. No, uh, D-Dubs. Dubs meaning W, David Wright. I'm a Mets fan, so, you know, it, you got to hold on sometimes. So, yeah, the D-Dubs is not for the Warriors. High praise, for David, David High Wright. praise for David Wright. Um, oh, yeah, always. All right, so... One more, like, kind of note. The plan is once the Super Bowl is over, so not next week, but every Sunday night until like the end of NBA free agency, that you'll be coming on and doing this for basketball. I guess the next episode, the next time we'll do this, we'll be doing trade deadline stuff. Oh, awesome! So I think that would be. Is there anything better than the NBA trade deadline? Uh, free agency. The NBA hot stove. I guess free agency. NBA hot stove. The free agency. That's the best. Mm Mm-hmm. You want to make a Super Bowl pick before you sign off? I am not picking against Tom Brady. He will not lose two Super Bowls in a row. Well, give a score. Give a score. Mm, I give 38-31. Pats, right. cover. Don't know, if you came, don't know if you came here to kiss my ass, but whatever. Anyways, thanks for listening. I will hopefully have the Super Bowl column done. I'm hoping that I get to complete that just a matter of time and whether I will be able to, but I'm going to try my hardest on that one. So uh, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon.